Zetcon on SAFM. That was Simpiwe Dana with Bantu Biko Street. In my street, in my avenue, on my studio, touching me on my studio, is Voyum Porfu tonight. She is, of course, a motoring expert. And we're going to be chatting about servicing your car and using fake parts and going to the right person to service your car. Fui, yes. thank you very much for joining us this evening. My absolute pleasure. Let's start off with the parts that you... Well, okay, let's start off with the fact that obviously if your car is under warranty or yep. it has a service plan, yep. then if you do not use the real parts, then you lose that automatically. Yes, but there is no reason for you not to use the real parts. Yes, because the, you, you really should because you're paying for it. You pay, you've you paid for it yes. already, you know, in the purchase price of your car. Um, but you basically have somebody uh, or, or the dealership is waiting to service your car yeah. at, in inverted commas, no cost to you simply because there's no financial exchange as per time that you go to you know, service your car. Unlike if you're taking your car to Moms and Joes down the road, you're going to have to pay 15,000, 10 grand or 5 rand for every time you go in to service your car. So if you are not taking your car into an authorized dealership, it's not under warranty and you're taking it elsewhere, chances are that uh, more, the chances are higher that you're not going to be using, you know, um, original parts you're going to be using something called gray parts now those are imported parts from all sorts of places in the <laughs> around the world that are not um designed by the manufacturer of the vehicle and that's why we call them pirate parts and black parts and gray parts and all sorts of fancy names for it now when you're looking at the fact that you've got a car it's more maybe more than five years because you're oh, five years or three years and hundred thousand kilometers is that generally what they're saying? generally a hundred thousand hundred and twenty thousand depending on the menu and the manufacturer that that is what your warranty would cover yes okay now first of all let's just make a distinction between a warranty and a service plan Okay, so so your service plan is when you're taking your car in for service. So all the parts and stuff that they're going to change as and when you need your 15,000, your 30,000, etc, etc. That covers wear and tear. That covers wear and tear. Then your warranty Warranty. is going to be the bigger, you know, parts of of your car. Yeah. So your warranty is not going to cover those things that are for wear and tear like your brake pads. Not necessarily, no. no. That will generally come into Into your your service service plan. plan. So now you're out of warranty. And you've got your, your over your 120,000 kilometers. You're out of your service plan as well. And the cheaper option is to go to moms, moms and, and pops, pops down, down the road. The road. Yes. What should you be looking out for if you choose to make use of that option? Um, firstly, before you make use of that option, even though your warranty is out, you can still get an extended warranty. Okay. So let's not take that option out Absolutely. completely because yes. that warranty is going to save you a lot of money. Um, you're not always going to have cash on hand if something happens mm-hmm. or if a major part of your car breaks down. So you don't want to have this kitty of like 25,000 rand just in case something happens to your car. Yeah. So a warranty will basically take care of that. After it's finished, uh, when you initially got the car, you can go for the extended warranty, which you can get from uh, even the manufacturer or you know the dealership that you're with. Fine. So let's say you do not go for the extended warranty yes. prob- um, part and then you actually take you know, the option that you've been talking about now. The things to look out for is going to be a little bit difficult because you're not a mechanic. Yes. All you're interested in, Lizette, is making sure that your car runs. And, and then I don't pay an arm and a leg. And then you that. don't pay an arm and a leg. So it's almost like a, a Cash 22. How can you not expect to pay an arm and leg and still get genuine parts? Yes. It's going to be a bit difficult. You're going to have to pay for them. If you're not getting, uh, if you're not prepared to pay for them, then yes, you're going to go for that with that option, which listeners listen very carefully is going to mess up your car in the long run because some of the electrical components are not designed to fit with the um 
with the uh, nuts and bolts of your car, for lack of a better word. So what would happen is like putting in, let's use a light bulb, for instance. You've got the SABS approved light bulb. Yes. And maybe that one is five rand. And then you get, you know, something that you get in an Asian mall. No names mentioned. For two rand fifty. So you take the two rand fifty light bulb and you put it into your socket. And it burns the whole electrical system of your house. Because you use the wrong light bulb. Because of the electrical components that do not talk to each other. That is the problem with using um, gray parts, black parts, parts that are not genuinely made for your car. So in the long run, it might seem cheaper to buy a two rand fifty light bulb. But... It's going to cost you 50,000 rand when you have to replace the entire electrical system of your vehicle. Is this generally just for new cars or are we saying that even like, you know, your Toyota Crescida from 1982? What do you mean is it generally for? Like- so like your, your newer cars that have your computer, your computer based discs, yes. um, your chips, all that sort of stuff. Yes. Rather than, like I'm saying, your Toyota oh, okay. Crescida of 1982. Oh, my gosh. You just gave away your age. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, obviously, the older models are not as computerized as what yes. we have got um, in today's, um, you know, in, in today's um, roads. But the cars that are older would not have – the problems that you would have with those ones is finding parts, parts for it. Yes. Never mind genuine or whatever because some of those parts actually don't exist anymore. Yeah. The example that you use a Toyota Crescida, I don't know if you still get parts for that, but when you go for a brand like a Toyota, for instance, you're able to use interchangeable parts from other vehicles within that same brand. So you might not have a problem getting parts for an older car. So if you buy a car that is new on the market, maybe it's the only one on the market, it doesn't actually have that brand history just yet, yeah. and it doesn't have a variety of models. So you buy, you you have the only, I don't know, let's say the car is called the Lizette Gun. You have the only Lizette Gun on the market. You're going to struggle to find parts unless the manufacturer is actually willing to supply them um, uh, frequently enough for you for them to have stock in the event something happens to your car, breakdown or an accident. Now let's talk about that, about you know the genuine parts versus the fake parts and availability of parts. Because I remember uh, not so long ago, you know, French cars especially were synonymous for, you know, the fact that you have to wait years and years and years for parts to come in. Um, mm. if, if, if those parts are not readily available, is there anything that you can do? Or must you just basically sit and wait yeah, until the real parts come in because you don't want to use a fake part because they don't talk to each other? Um, firstly, the, the, the perception around the French car parts uh, lack of availability is actually quite um, it's it's it has been resolved mm-hmm. it yes way back when the first came into the country they had those kind of problems but since then they have actually made quite a concerted effort so if you are driving a French car now or looking to buy a French car then you don't have to worry about parts honestly I can't remember the frequency of it we talk to the manufacturers almost like on a monthly or three monthly basis and they will tell you how many times they are dispatching parts to their warehouses around the country it could be something like like twice a week or something of the sort. So your part, the parts that you're looking for are normally the common parts. So if it's like, a, a, I don't know, I don't know, if you've got a car that has got, I don't know, diamonds, you know, in it, they're not likely going to be sending diamonds to the warehouse every two <laughs> weeks. So that one you're going to have to wait for. But anything else, if, you know, they're going to have a lot of availability for the, for your for your car. We have motoring expert for Impofu in the studio. We can t- we're talking about um, genuine versus fake car parts. We're also talking about where you take your car to be serviced. If you have any questions for her, please do give us a call. The number in studio is 0891-104-207. That's 0891-104-207. You can also SMS us on 40938. That's 
40938 and SMSs are charged at 150. We're going to carry on the conversation after the spot break. Join the party this Saturday evening on Top Billing. As a weekend away with Andile and Nontle Jali confirms what a rocking good wedding theirs is going to be. Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock make a dynamite cast in Ocean's 8 and we get the exclusive. Plus, Ayanda's in Italy for the ultimate ocean cruise. That's Saturday evening at 6, only on SABC3. An alleged fraudster with ties to law enforcement officials has left a trail of victims without recourse to justice. This money, this how she's living and how amazing it is, what you don't realize is that's your money. She will, in some instances, display a lot of empathy and sympathy for her victims while she's lining them up for the fraud. Watch Special Assignment on Sunday evening on SABC3 at 9.30. This week, we meet veteran photographer Shan Pillay in Peter Maritzburg and highlight the Chinmaya mission in Cape Town. On Conscious Cooking, we learn a quick prep for apple chutney and enjoy the benefits of yoga and scripture. Catch Sadhna the Inward Path every Sunday at 7 a.m. on SABC3. At SFM Radio and at Leslie underscore Khan on Twitter. Welcome back to Off the Pitch. It's just gone 10 to 9. If you're only just joining the conversation, where have you been for the last hour <laughs> to almost two hours? Uh, we're going to be uh, bidding at you in the next 10 minutes. So, so if you do want to get in on the conversation, we're talking about servicing your car and the difference between fake parts and genuine parts and what are the bonuses or benefits and as well as the negatives of using fake parts. On the line, we've got Selo from Makupani. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, hello. Um, thanks. Uh, yes, look, on, on the on the German cards, um, um, we we still have a problem when we we can wait for the for for parts, especially for this new um, Polo GTI. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also confirm also on the um, there's a different uh, difficulty when to get uh, parts from. For um, for for Lexus, mm-hmm. um, especially lights um, and and other things, you can almost wait for. Especially for Lexus, you can wait for a month also. Yeah. And uh, also this new yes, that's 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 the true and effect. <laughs> you drive a um, Polo seller? I mean, uh, a Lexus. I drive any po- No, I, I don't know for sure what I'm talking about. I don't and doubt that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, if you have proof, I can send to you. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I don't do okay. <laughs> So you're saying, so basically when push comes to shove, you're saying that there are still some some German manufactured vehicles where there are issues with regards to parts. Um, um, uh, uh, so I didn't hear that. Uh, I'm saying, Selo, you, what you're saying is that for some German, uh, German-made vehicles, there are still issues when it comes to parts and the, uh, and the availability of the parts here in South Africa. Especially, yes, I can. I am confirming that, and um, especially this brand new car. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when you uh, um, your light also your your mirror um, side mirrors, mm. um, and, and 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 together with um, with Mercedes Benz, 
um, they they showed most of um, um, the, the the mirrors mm-hmm. and also the bombers. So it is it is it's not um, that um, readily available. Uh, every yes, you no, know, you, you you wait for two weeks, three weeks also. So, Could so you... um, I'm just want to. I'm just going to um, argue with our guests. <laughs> not, <laughs> not well, you want to differ with our guests. I, I don't think that we are Sorry? having. A, I don't think we're having a difference of opinion, Sela. I think we're actually in agreement. Um, I think perhaps there's some areas that you might not have heard me on when I said I don't doubt that you are. You know, you have proof or you've got experience. You know, of what you're talking about. Um, there will be some parts. Remember, when the when the manufacturers are stocking parts, uh, I think from a business point of view, it's difficult to stock entire car because something like a bumper should actually be readily available. Wouldn't you agree? Because, I mean, Mm. you've got bumper uh, bashes and all that kind of stuff. That's what's going to happen in an accident. Side mirrors as well, yes. And I do note what you're saying about Mercedes-Benz because there's a phenomenon now Mm. where people are actually stealing the side mirrors of Mercedes-Benz cars. Um, And that's something that I don't think they've ever anticipated to have, you know, in stock in abundance. So I do agree with you there. Okay, no, 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 it's fine. I didn't get that when you, <laughs> you agree with me, but, <laughs> but hey, thanks. But look, on the, on the, on the issue of, um, pirate parts and the gene and parts. Yeah. You know, that, uh, I, I would say, uh, not all parts are bad in that thing. Um, I will say, I will say, when it comes to, um, the gearbox things, Sela's um, line is, is, is going. Sela, uh, can you can you move just a little bit? You were fine, and now we've lost you. Okay, okay, line line still bad. We're going to call Sela back. But I think we what Sela was saying is that uh, in his in his opinion, not all. Not all pirate parts, pirate parts are, bad. are bad parts. Are bad fr- for you know for for your yeah, vehicle. Yeah, my my. My point to that is that an average citizen or motorist wouldn't know. They wouldn't know what's actually been put into their, you know, to their vehicle. I uh-huh. agree with him. I think there's something um, at the moment that nobody really wants to talk about, and the public hasn't gotten quite um, a lot of information on it, called Right to Repair. Yes. The Right to Repair campaign is all about you having the right to repair your car just about anywhere. Yes. As opposed to having to take it to them, um, to a manufacturer-specific um, out- outlet. Um, and what that will do for the manufacturers is basically uh, it will short-circuit them from a financial point of view yes. because there's a lot of money that goes into it. And it will also encourage other businesses, smaller businesses, uh, who are currently unable to get into you know, the uh, market to service your car or mm-hmm. repair your car because they're not um, accredited, accredited by the actual manufacturer. It's yeah. going to open the doors for them. But what that does for us as the consumer is gives you gives you the opinion or the option to go to just about anybody to fix your car yeah. at a price that you can afford. afford and you're obviously going to get the proper parts for it uh, where do we find out more about the right to repair campaign? You can go into the RMI website. I think that's www.rmi.org.za, I think. Um, but RMI stands for the Retail Motor Industry. So if you Google Retail Motor Industry, and then you can, a whole lot of stuff will pop up and just look for Right to Repair. Or you can Google Right to Repair. And it's RTR, not two. Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just finally, uh, we I want to talk about something that I absolutely love. I find it so amusing, <laughs> and and you see it especially because I know I'm you know I come from the township and I I go to the township almost every single weekend. And you see on the side of the road the guys that are standing there with the little blow torches working <laughs> on the exhaust. You know, uh, yes. 
Uh, yeah, I don't even have words. Are those, are, those, are those the guys that you should be going to? Because, I mean, let's be honest, you know, I, I, I definitely have made use of them. I've made use of the retread tires and all that stuff. Oh, no, because my gosh. No, yes, you didn't. Oh. You know, you don't always have the funds readily available. Yeah. So what are some of the things you should be watching out for? <laughs> okay, right from the start where you're buying your car, guys, and this is what the salesperson would hardly ever tell you. Part of your installment cost, you need to work out, or rather your affordability cost, is what the repairs is going to, to be. Cost, yeah. Particularly when you're out of warranty and when you don't take extended warranty. I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. You don't always have the funds, and we're living in a very tight financial you know, time at the moment, 15 you know, percent on VAT. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody's a bit squeezed. I would not want to have to go to uh, the guys on the side of the road, but... It doesn't mean that they're necessarily bad. Those guys would normally come from workshops yes. and maybe got retrenched or whatever the case might be. But the skill is still there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the uh, capacity to have a whole shop, etc. He doesn't have branding, all that kind of stuff. But he's known in his neighborhood and he's able to do you know, stuff for your car. Particularly as well, if you're taking a, a your car is like old, like the example that you gave earlier on the Cressida. Mm-hmm. Why would you take your Cressida back to a Toyota authorized dealership you know, <laughs> to fix the exhaust or whatever the case might be? Um, so if you are comfortable with that, and you know, in relation to your car, the value of your car, your safety, you trust the people, then hey, why not? Okay, so I must say, I'm going to be making, I, I use a Golf. I mean, I drive a Golf. It's, it's definitely out of warranty <laughs> and out of service plan. And now you just told me you use Richard. Yes, and, and that's no, a topic no, no, for another no, no, day. No. I, I, I've used before <laughs> when times are tough, but not there anymore. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I, I think we just find it, I just want to end off on, on, mm-hmm. on asking when it comes to parts that are locally made versus parts that are internationally made. Mm-hmm. Um, do we find that there's still a lot of parts that we can that we do make in South Africa or do we have to wait for a lot of parts from overseas? I think we still have to wait all, uh, for a lot of parts overseas. Remember, we don't have many manufacturers in South Africa. Um, and most of the manufacturers that are in South Africa, we talk about the Mercedes-Benzes, um, the Toyotas, etc. Most of them are also making cars for export. export. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean that just because it's here and it's local, it's available to us. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a bit of a 50-50 on that one and I would rather go with the fact that you still need to wait for a lot of parts to come in to be imported or, you know, ordered from the warehouse or whatever the case might be. And that, of course, drives the cost of those parts up. It certainly does. Exponentially. That's why when you're buying a car, the thing is, you know, when you're buying a car that is pricey, you can expect to have pricey parts. The <laughs> <laughs> repairs yes. are going to be pricey. Yeah. yeah, And don't sell your parts so that you can have pricey parts. Thank you very much, Wee. My really, pleasure. Really I think there's a lot to talk in. about on this part, uh, on the part, excuse the pun, <laughs> you know, but the one thing that we also need to talk about at some point is the maintenance of your car. What happens when you take your car in for a service? Or on the topic of parts, you can actually ask, ask, the, ask for them. Mm. Ask the guys to show you that the brake pads are, are yes. worn or whatever the case may be, just in case somebody just, uh, you know, took your parts to somebody else's car. <laughs> Which does happen as well. That was for you in Pufu, who is our motoring expert, coming in tonight to chat to us about uh, maintaining your car when it comes to the parts, whether it's fake or genuine, and where you should be taking your car to get serviced. And just like that, the two hours are done. Thank you very much to my team. Sylvester Matapelo, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you. And now it's 9 o'clock, which means that it's time for the news.